Hi everybody, it's Gene Simmons. You're listening to The Kiss Room on Montco Radio, but you knew that. Paul, with Thanksgiving coming up, we need to get a turkey. When's the last time you saw one back here in the woods? A couple of days ago. Hey, look, there it goes! Get the gun! Honey, that ain't no pistol. Uh, Paul, didn't you bring a gun? Honey, that ain't no pistol, that's my... What? Come on, shoot it! Right, Kiss Army, you wanted the best and you got it. Unfortunately, today you only have me. I'm having the worst week of my life. But we're back. I'm going to fade this out here. I'm going to bring in Bobby's mic. Hey, I'm and here. We're bringing the phone. Let's see. Do we have Anthony from Alive 75? Anthony! Hello? Maybe. We there? Ah! I'm right, going to try that again. Got Anthony, if you're there, call in. Um, Bobby, how are you? Hey, uh, doing... Let's see, let's try that. Bobby, are you there? Anthony, are you there? (laughs) I am, Matt. How are you? Anthony, nice to hear from you. So now on the phone, to start off the kiss room, we have Anthony DeLucia from Alive 75. And we're going to talk about an upcoming gig that you have, which is Saturday, December 2nd. It will be uh, at the Sherman Theater. Tell us all about it, Anthony. Matt, we are so excited, uh, first and foremost, to have you and the Kiss Room live with us there at that show. Um, let me kind of wind us back just a little bit. We put Live 75 together uh, just about three years ago uh, to bring that Alive album to life. You may recall, and your listeners may recall, we kind of did this as a one-off thing. We were a bunch of Kiss fans and wanted to see how much fun we could have with this. Uh, didn't intend for it to grow into what it's become. Uh, but after kind of taking it around the Northeast and doing the Alive album and the Alive tours, we've decided to kind of expand and start to open things up a little bit. So we moved through, uh, you know, the European tour of mid-75 into 76 with some Euro- Roosevelt Stadium stuff and some Destroyer tour stuff. And now we're starting to sprinkle in some rock and roll over. And along with that, we're thinking maybe it's time for a little bit of a new look. Wow. So on December 2nd, at the Sherman Show, we're going to be doing a rock and roll over tour-inspired set. We're going to be showcasing for the first time uh, some new costumes, the Destroyer-era costumes we're going to break out for that. Uh, and we are, we are super psyched to, uh, to have a bit of a new look on stage and to be delivering some, uh, some new music for folks who have come back to see us time and time again and have been asking for what else can you do, what else can you bring, and uh, we're psyched. Well, I think that's probably one of the things that really get people psyched up is the fact that even if they've seen you before, that there's going to be some new elements in this uh, show that we're going to see at the Sherman Theater that's going to be exciting and different. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, you know, again, we we sprinkled in some new material here and there along the way, but it's been basically the same look and feel. Uh, we uh, we aren't going to go full boat with a Destroyer tour set. Uh, to be honest with you, we, we all, all four of us, really love that 1975 hardcore, you know, wall of sound feel to the stage. Uh, it's very real. It's very raw. 
uh, and that for us is, is kind of where it's at. Um, so from a visual perspective on stage, you'll see some of that. You'll see a couple of other things sprinkled in. We do have some surprises to kind of bring a little bit of that 76 look to the stage. Uh, but you'll see us in the new suits. You'll see some new mannerisms, right, as the, uh, as the characters, as, as Gene, Paul, Ace, and Peter have evolved through, through the years. They, their stage presence, their moves, their, their look and feel kind of evolved as well, and, and we're trying to bring a little bit of that. Uh, and the music. I mean, we've, we've, the, the Sherman Theater, we've typically ended our, our year each year there for the past three years. We've got a lot of repeat people that come out to that show, uh, and we're excited to be able to give them something uh, pretty brand new uh, for this time out. You know, I think that's probably the most exciting thing is the fact that everybody who listens to the Kiss Room is pretty familiar with the Live 75. We did uh, the the event with you two years ago around this time where we had you come in. We did the whole canned food drive, which we're doing another canned food drive here at Monaco Radio. But I think anybody that listens to the Kiss Room is familiar with Live 75 and I think is really going to be thrilled that you're adding, you know, really changing some things to it. Uh, it's going to be different. I think... You know, without saying, but obviously you're talking about the 1976 costumes. We do think we will see Anthony in armor in December. You will see Anthony in armor in December. <laughs> you know, and, and I, let me tell you, I, I got to give a shout out to Barry Carr and Nighttime Creations. Um, I got the suit in my hands about two weeks ago, and it is a phenomenal piece of work. Um, he worked with me very closely uh, over the eight or ten weeks leading up to this, uh, asking me all sorts of questions, uh, giving me all sorts of options. Um, I opted to go for a very early, very um, raw version of the costume, one of the first kind of uh, ones to come out of the box. I'm not a big fan of the the later kind of polished up and kind of shiny looking one. Uh, the, The boots, for example, are, you know, floppy and raw and silvery and gray and it's it's an impressive mean looking suit uh catman is in all sorts of sparkles and sequence he looks phenomenal we've got uh we've got uh star child studded up to the max he's going to be just glittering on stage and 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 spaceman as well in new gear um that alone uh gives a whole nother look and feel uh, i will tell you one thing going back to the armor it's not surprising after putting the suit on that so many kiss tributes um do the love gun look uh, <laughs> and, and those costumes it it is way easier to wear to move around in it's way forgiving in terms of comfort uh, the armor uh, it, it's going to be an experience on the second to, to say the least for me to, to 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 get to a show um with that suit on it's heavy it's uh, it's hard it's clanky and noisy but it's, it's just super cool, and uh, I can't wait to jump out on stage with it. So Saturday, December 2nd at the Sherman Theater in Stroudsburg will be the debut of Alive 75 in the Destroyer era costumes. Yeah, we've got um, just a couple other things uh, in terms of surprises there, which I'll, uh, I'll share with just your listeners, but nice. don't tell anybody. <laughs> uh, you know, we've got, we've got you and the crew. Uh, we're going to do a uh, early doors at 6 p.m., so we'll have two hours pre-show. Uh, where the Kiss Room will be um, broadcasting live from the lobby. We also have Peter Arquette from uh, KissMuseum.com there with some great Kiss merchandise. Uh, He'll be all set up and ready to go at 6 p.m. as well and be there through the show. Uh, It is rumored, because it is December, that Santa and Mrs. Claus are Kiss fans. 
And so <laughs> while I'm not sure just yet, I'm pretty sure based on word on the street that we may just see an early appearance uh, for, uh, for us and for the fans that come out for the show to get a little bit of early Christmas cheer. Uh, and we've got a couple of other things up our sleeves. It's going to be, it's definitely going to be a fun night and a fun time all around. Very cool. So yeah, from six to eight, we will be doing a live kiss room right in the lobby. When anybody that comes walking in the door, obviously we want to talk to them. We want them to come right up to us and talk. We're going to broadcast live here on Mako Radio where music and minds meet. So that's always fun. Very similar to how we did the New Jersey Kiss Expo. We did the Rock and Pod Expo was you just talk to people as they come in. And obviously the people that are coming in to the Sherman Theater to see a live 75 will be the hardcore Kiss fans. And we want to talk to them. And it's the most fun thing is, you know, we get to, you know, be there and talk to everybody and that will be saturday december 2nd so and you have an opening band like a black sabbath tribute right called sickness we do yes sickness is a black sabbath and aussie tribute they're local to stralisburg another awesome band we've done a lot of um bills with uh, sabbath tributes it's a great fit uh, obviously the crossover fans and everybody gets to enjoy a full night of music that they like uh, we've been working with a couple of other bands as well, looking for, you know, for for a, a good matchup, right? Judas Priest is another good one for us. We've done a bunch of stuff with Rush tributes as well. That seems to work pretty well. Uh, but the Sabbath ones really hit home, and, and absolutely sickness is on board. Uh, and they'll be kicking things off at eight o'clock on uh, on the second. So that's going to be a fantastic time. Now, obviously, one of the things that people always want to know: Does that venue allow you to breathe fire, Anth? Hmm. Yes. Indeed. Yes, indeed. Oh. Yes. Pyro! Yeah, see, that's... So quick, quick story there. Quick story there. When we rolled in there the very, very first time, it was our first show after our, I'll call them prototype shows in, um, in late 2014, uh, the, the ones that we did um, at the college. So March following of uh, the following year, our first show was in the Sherman, and we're kind of going through the machinations of setting up and getting the video and the timing and dropping the screen and all this other stuff. Uh, because we, we just assumed, right, in the Northeast, open flame is just, it doesn't work, right? People don't want it. They, they want to go anywhere near it. Um, so the uh, house manager is working with us, and he's kind of just observing as the, the team is putting things together, and then he sees what we're doing, and he looks at me and he says, you're making my guys go through all of this production for 17 seconds of video. I said, well, you know, we got to have the fire-breathing experience, right? right? And, and, you know, this is how we do it. And he looked at me and said, why don't you just blow fire? <laughs> right. And I kind of well, was completely shocked. And I said, really? That's okay? He goes, yeah, we can get the right, you know, clearance and all this other stuff. We've done, you know, like, oh, okay. Well, the next time we came back, we were ready for it. And we've been, uh, you know, again, if you don't mind, I'll do another shout-out or two to two of my demon brethren out there who were instrumental I think I've talked about this on your show before, but, you know, Bob Bentley, uh, yeah. great um, demon guy out there, right? And Guido Basili uh, with uh, Dress to Kill New Jersey. Both of them, uh, I, I'm proud to call them uh, friends. And uh, both of them were really great to talk to because they were both or, or um, had both done live fire breathing. Bob is, is fantastic uh, and, and blows flame like, uh, you know, very few that I've seen but shared their practice, how they do it, how they get ready for it, what's important, all this other good stuff. So, you know, got a little bit of quote-unquote virtual training uh, and have been working on that. So the Sherman is a theater where we can always do that, and we've been fortunate now to find, you know, a handful of places that uh, that it's been able to work for. Uh, we've done a couple of outdoor shows in different places where it's worked well. So, uh, yeah, and it is 
something that the fans, especially, again, in the Northeast, who don't get to see stuff like that, really light up for, no pun intended, uh, and can feel that heat, no pun intended, uh, when, when, uh, when that part of the show comes together. So uh, that's been great. Well, and the nice thing, you just gave a shout-out to all the coolest other Gene Simmons out there. That was, that was nice of you, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. Look, we, we are all fans first. Uh, I've told you many times before, I'll say it again, the only Kiss tribute that Alive 75 is in competition with is Alive 75, <laughs> right? We try to outdo ourselves. We try to push it as far as we can. We know there are a lot of quality guys out there. There are a lot of quality tributes out there, and we support um, but uh, we're looking to do as best we can for what we can bring to the stage. And, uh, you know, I've asked for help in different places. I've given help in different places, and I'm happy to keep doing that. So those two guys I mentioned, uh, Bob and Guido, have been fantastic to us. Uh, so uh, I give them a lot of props and a lot of thanks. Yeah, and good guys, too. I know them both as well. They're good guys. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, really, set list-wise, is it still going to stick to kind of the 75 set list that you've been doing and with just some newer songs sprinkled in, or how much do you want to give away about oh, that? Oh, no, no. No, 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 no. We we are doing. I think because uh, we we're still talking about one or two things, but for the most part, uh, an early '77 Budokan tour set. So it's a rock and roll over tour. Um, so you'll you'll hear music through the first five albums. Uh, we may move one or two songs around. We may sneak in a surprise, uh, but for the most part, we're trying to stick really close to to that tour set. And, cool. and uh, you know, especially for the hardcore fans, you know, they, they, they may see some stuff that they're familiar with and expect. Uh, and then we may, uh, you know, throw them a curveball here and there and, and, and get them a little bit surprised. Uh, but we are uh, we are using that tour set as the, the model or the base uh, that we're working from. That's fantastic. Now, obviously, you mentioned, uh, it, you know, and I always say it, look, when it's a live 75, it means you are Gene Simmons, Paul Stanley, Ace Fraley, Peter, Chris. Give a shout out to everybody in your band. Absolutely. So we've got Joe Gillies, the cat man, who's uh, pounding out the drums back there. We've got uh, Anthony Russo, our spaceman, who, by the way, uh, we just did a, uh, a story from the cannery, uh, specifically about, uh, about our spaceman. So you might learn a little bit more if you uh, check our Facebook page there uh, about that. And we've got Mark Fox now, who um, is our third star child since we started. Uh, but has been with us now the longest and has the voice of no one else we've heard uh, in, in this space. I mean, he can do Paul vocally like very few can. And folks who have seen us and, and have heard us live um, know what I'm talking about. So, uh, yeah, uh, we've been working real well together. We've been working real hard. Uh, we've got... Uh, We've got some real good stuff ready for December 2nd that I can't wait to share. And uh, all, all four of us, uh, those three guys have been great, great to work with. You know, that, that would definitely be something that obviously any fan of Alive 75 definitely wants to look, like the Facebook and be reading. You share a lot of stories. Every time you have a gig, there's usually some kind of funny story, and you do manage to put that up there online. And I think people really enjoy that kind of behind-the-curtain kind of look. Is there any recent story you can share with us that might stick out in your mind, Anthony? Yeah, well, uh, I'll, I'll elaborate on the space fan story that we just put up. So, so yeah, and, and we're we're a gig behind now. Life has been getting real busy and hectic, and we've been gigging a little bit more often. So these things come a lot faster uh, than they used to. Uh, but we're trying to get caught up. So um, we did a show in the cannery uh, in Massachusetts uh, last month. Um, great, great uh, music hall. Real supportive. 
Um, but uh, the story that was just published, uh, said, I think it's called The Spaceman Has Landed. Uh, and essentially, it was to give some folks some background on Anthony, our spaceman. He, uh, when we started this, he was not uh, a professional musician. You know, he and I uh, had actually played together in high school in a Kiss tribute uh, when we were 14, 15, 16 years old. Um, and since that time, you know, he's been a, a couch guitarist and a, and, a, and a garage guitarist. And, you know, he's kept his chops up and he's played the records and he's done what people do. But, you know, he, he hadn't been a gigging musician. And so when this came back together uh, in preparation for our first show and, and he and I kind of talked about what we might be able to do, he was he was all over. It. Yes, absolutely. It'd be great. Um, but, you know, then you get out on that stage and you realize, oh my gosh, there's a lot going on here, right? There's a lot to be ready for. There's a lot to understand. And so he comes from, you know, he, he had a much longer road to travel than the other three of us who had, you know, while not be, uh, not doing uh, KISS tribute work, uh, had all been semi-professional and professional musicians over the years. So um, there were elements of the show that we were much, much more comfortable with than he was. Uh, well, Fast forward now to the cannery. We've been doing this for three years, and you know every show there's you're learning more, and every show you're you're getting better, and every show there's uh, more experience. Um, well, the, the the cannery we called his stepping out party <laughs> because he was on fire, and uh, we've got some pictures that you know we hadn't seen before in terms of his character and his look uh, and all that good stuff. So if you if you if you have a read there of of that last one, you'll kind of know what I'm talking about. Uh, and the way it all came together. Uh, it was really fun, uh, especially, you know, after the show when we're kind of flipping through pictures and he's looking at them saying, who's that? That's me? <laughs> you know, so uh, I, don't, I don't even remember doing that or, or posing like that or having that happen. And, uh, you know, that's, that was good to hear as well because it, it shows that it's kind of starting to come out more naturally and uh, starting to happen more often, which is great. So I got to ask real quick. I got to jump in. So I, I looked... <laughs> Your show that you guys done up at the Westbury, how'd it go? Judas Priestess, come on. You had a Rush tribute that band? Is, yeah, no, that was a fantastic lineup. We had a great time. Um, uh, in, in fact, we, it's, 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 it's kind of funny. We were honored to play with Judas Priestess. We have a lot of respect for them. They've toured the world. They're, you know, they do a phenomenal job. And it's not just because it's a girl band. I mean, they're great musicians and they sound uh, uh, fantastic. Um, I've seen them a couple times prior to actually playing with them. So we knew what we were getting. Um, we come to find that they kind of felt the same way about us, which was really cool. We were, we were actually really surprised, but pleased to hear that they were shocked that we would ask them to play with us. And they were all, you know... Um, you know, feeling great about that. Uh, the the gig was a great gig. It absolutely is a great double bill for the fan. Uh, and uh, we had a great time both before, uh, during, and after the sets. Um, and we've talked since then about trying to do that a little bit more. And each band uh, has kind of committed to uh, to look for opportunities where it makes sense. Uh, we're both big, you know, big acts uh, in terms of the stage and and the, the number of people and the number the, the equipment. So. We, uh, we talked about what we might be able to share uh, in terms of making a double bill really logistically comfortable for both of us. Uh, and we'd be happy to open for them. They're happy to open for us. We're happy to do a double bill where we're both doing full sets of music. Um, so we look forward to, to being able to do that some more in the future. Fantastic. Well, speaking of the future, we're talking Saturday, December 2nd. There's only a handful of Kiss Rooms left in this world. So it's, uh, we're going to do 6 to 8 that day live from the uh, Sherman Theater. 
broadcasting right back on the Monaco Radio, which I can't wait for that. And we're gonna, then we're going to go right into there's the the Black Sabbath tribute band and a live '75. And like I, we talked about it last month too, obviously with Peter Arquette being there. Bring a bunch of extra money and start your Christmas shopping early because he last time <laughs> last time he brought a ton of cool merch. You know everything from vintage stuff to new stuff, and you know it, it really he is one of the best as far as you know if you're going to find somebody to buy some Kiss stuff from, it might as well be him. And uh, it's going to be a blast. I think we're going to have a lot of fun, and obviously uh, it's a good time of the year to to celebrate with all your Kiss friends, and, yes. and it's a good place to start. So uh, so I'm really looking forward to it, Anthony. I think it's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, and. Any last minute thoughts you want to leave before I uh, let you go? No, just a just a quick question. Always great talking to you. I really appreciate it, Matt. But uh, I, you're bringing the crew out with you, right? I mean, we're going to have a, a party. Now. I don't know who's uh, coming. Well, I might be getting back from Pittsburgh early, so so know. Bobby, hopefully, you'll be there. I, you know, <laughs> it's funny. The uh, last I did a uh, I did there. a Halloween episode that was just myself in here, and and today it's just me and Bobby, and uh, you know the Kiss Room house band was going to come in, but I don't know where they are, and uh, you know you never know. I mean, people people do seem to come and go. So well, it's, I just uh, got Fran just said he's on his way, you know, and uh, things. Uh, it's all good. It's all coming. It's all good. So yeah, you never know. We'll we'll probably announce that sooner as we get closer to it. You know, awesome. obviously, yeah, we'll get as many people there as we can and have the most fun possible. So. Absolutely. We look forward to seeing you all. It'll, it'll be a great time. So, uh, again, thank you very much for the time today. Great talking to you. And uh, we'll see you all soon. Yeah. So that's Anthony DeLucia from Alive75. Obviously, what's the website, Ant? Does anybody say that anymore? Uh, maybe, maybe no. Okay. <laughs> Alive75.com. A-L-I-V-E-7-5 dot com. And on Facebook, it's just Alive75. You Google that or you uh, search that. comes right up. And we'd love to talk to you online. Check it out. Fantastic. Thanks, Anthony. We're going to go into a yeah. song here, and we're going to see you on December 2nd at the Sherman Theater. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Anthony. We'll see you. We're going to go into a song. We'll be right back on Mako Radio with music and mind.
That's right. Got nothing to lose. It's how it feels. Um, anyway, I do want to send some shout-outs to some people that did share the link, despite the fact that a lot of people were out on the Kiss Cruise this week. Joe Simbelli shared the link. I know the Kiss Cruise people, he's just getting back, so I know Joe is coming back. Chris Goff and Candy Burton from Kiss World Podcast. Ewan Ballantyne shared the link. Javier Boster, I think, is actually listening as well. Ira Boston, Will Briere, Mikhail Burel, Steve Campagna, which we were hoping he was going to be here, but he had to turn around and go home. David Cathy, Ricky Cook, Sean Cullen, Billy Davison on Mask had a really successful event with their uh, Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park. Fran Galati is going to be here later in the Kiss Room. Jerry Gella from Bad Cop, Bad Cop podcast and congrats to jerry on his school board win imagine that jerry's in charge of education andrew jacobs greg johnson kevin king tony mann up in new york city bob mcmichael kalen provo christine carlson queen christine carlson wolf christine the button queen ken j west who sent me the coolest kiss meets the phantom of the park cd i'm gonna play some of that craig bauer who's the um the kispirational page on instagram you need to check that out steve javorski eileen pompey john phillips chris simcoe pj crabtree steve yakin Britton mitchell daily thomas is actually listening um peter arquette from kiss asylum shares the link jerry lee watkins diana zagel brian Shear actually was repping the kiss room on the cruise wearing his kiss room shirt posted a picture that was great Bob Brodsky and Felix Kukuro are right now headed to Rhode Island Comic Con to see Gene Simmons this weekend. Shout out to those guys. Shout out to Joe Polo and Jody Havnot from Podcast Rock City, some of my favorite guys. And obviously Joe was on the cruise and did a bunch of photos and video, and, and we thank him for sharing all that. Uh, obviously your fans of Podcast Rock City, one of the best. Gary Schaller and Ken Mills, of course, from the podcast, one of my other favorites. I listen all the time. Uh, we do want to send a shout out, a birthday shout out to Bill Starkey himself. Uh, the, if you don't know who Bill Starkey is and you're listening to The Kiss Room, I don't know what to tell you. I want to thank AJ Zone and I want to thank my brother, Anthony Porter. Everybody that shared out the link and uh, really you know, helps us keep us going, even on a week that uh, a lot of people aren't even around and people could do come and go. So it's uh, one of those things I do appreciate it. So what we're going to do is we're going to go to another song. We're going to kind of uh, transition here. If uh, for everybody that was on the cruise, they got a real treat. And, uh, you know, this is pretty good for this week.
That's right, Kiss Army. You're listening yeah. to the Kiss Room. Uh, I, they actually pulled that out in the set. Now, I, I don't think I have both nights, but uh, on the Kiss Cruise, they did Tomorrow and Tonight, Sweet Pain, Shout It Out Loud, I Love It Loud, Flaming Youth, Hot and Cold, which is great to see them doing something, some of these newer songs. Say Yeah, obviously, all Sonic Boom. War Machine, Is That You? How about that? Cold Gin, Lick It Up, Black Diamond, Detroit Rock City, Rock and Roll Night, and finishing it with I. That's pretty incredible. And the one thing I'm hearing from a lot of people is that really, Bruce and Bob Kulik stole the show. Apparently, Bruce Kulik, Bob Kulik with Todd Kearns on the vocals and bass and Brent Fitz on the drums did All-American Man, Hide Your Heart, Wouldn't You Like to Know Me, Domino, Larger Than Life, Tears Are Falling, Nowhere to Run, Tough Love, Tonight You Belong to Me, Who Wants to Be Lonely, Crazy Crazy Nights, Turn on the Night, and Goodbye. I mean, what an amazing set list. You're getting better than that. Now, and I posted this in the Facebook group was, Bruce should take that group out. They should go out and do do the club tour with that. Why not? Work for Gene. <laughs> you know, Gene seems to be having the best time ever. Obviously, I know, like I just said, Bob and Felix are on their way to Rhode yeah. Island. Those of you up in Rhode Island, think about that. Gene just did a week on the cruise, and he's headed. He doesn't go home and go to sleep. He goes to Rhode Island to meet all the coolest people like Bob and Felix. And there's a show this weekend. So, I mean, it's the kind of thing where, you know, you're going to get those kind of songs. But, I mean... I really think that the Gene Simmons songs, the shows that he's been doing this summer where he went out with his solo band really have been fantastic. So I think Bruce should do that as well. And I know if Bruce is listening, he should say, hey, look, I would love to do that, and he should do it. Matt, i got to interrupt you real quick. I just looked. Buddy Blanche tweeted about Monco Radio. Guess who just liked the post. Who's that? That would be Mr. Mickey Dolan. <laughs> Look at that. Isn't that amazing? I'm, we're monkeying around. It's, it's zilch or whatever. <laughs> you know, like... which is actually funny. A lot of you are listening to Monaco Radio, where music and minds meet. We are broadcasting from the beautiful Advanced Technology Center here in Bluebell, PA, on Montgomery County Community College. Yes! Uh, one thing I want you all to be very aware of, you know, and, and you're writing down a lot of dates. We talked to Anthony from Alive 75, and you're all writing down their December date at the Sherman Theater. But I want you to put in your calendar, this Sunday is actually the Monaco Radio Rock and Cans. And Rock and Cans is going to be a uh, canned food drive where people are going to, you know, we've had people already bringing in cans of food. They're donating it. The uh, the cause that we're donating to is called Jenna's Blessings Bag. And, and if you know the story of uh, the Monaco, she's a Monaco grad who had gone on to Temple and was unfortunately was murdered, but um, is they are keeping her foundation going and, and they're raising cans of food for the homeless. It's something that, uh, that we're glad to be part of yeah. and obviously that's this Sunday now I had posted it out that if anybody comes down to the kiss room from 3 to 5 today I would give them a kiss room button if they bring some uh, some cans of food but you know I haven't been promoting very much this week it really has been a crappy week so it's and I know a lot of people are going through a lot of things uh, you know that uh, that are probably you know beyond the scope of what I'm dealing with but hey look everybody's got their thing it's very hard sometimes and, and that's all I want to say but the uh, you know, look, if you can make it down Sunday, we're going to be here 8 o'clock in the morning. We're going to go till like 8 o'clock at night. There will be all kind of things. You can win a guitar. Now, you probably can't play it as well as Fran's going to play his later, but you can <laughs> right. play it. You know, it's, so we're going to, I think you can win movie tavern tickets, things like that. There's going to be a lot of different things that are happening. Uh, that is Rockin' Cans. That is this weekend. We will have a good time with that. So if you're in the area, I'll be here. I'm not doing a show, but I'm going to be here anyway, and we will have a good time with that. And uh, really, what we could, uh, we could pretty much look forward to that. So there's a lot going on. We could talk about the Kiss Cruise. I'm sure a lot of the people that were on the Kiss Cruise will have more to say about the Kiss Cruise than I could. But uh, one thing we could we could ask them about, what did it sound like when they did this? 
That's right, Kiss Army. You're in the Kiss Room. We have a lot going on here in the Kiss Room. We want to thank again Anthony DeLucia from Alive 75 for calling in. Uh, we're going to see you all December 2nd up at the Sherman Theater. It's going to be a blast. I'll see who from the Kiss Room wants to come. We are going to have a special guest calling in at 4 o'clock, which is going to be Joe McGinnis from Classic 78. If you haven't checked them out yet, you're going to hear some of those tracks today. I also want to send out a track. This is a song you probably don't know. You're going to learn it. We're going to meet one of the people behind it coming up right after this in the Kiss Room Monica Radio.
Now look, Kiss Army, you're saying to yourself, what was that masterpiece now that's stuck in my head? That was the Outlaw Pandas. We are joined by... AJ Zone and AJ, how are you? Hello, everybody. And we want to send a birthday AJ. shout out. Marianne Callie says uh, it's her birthday. She's kicking it off in the kiss room in her office. How fantastic is that? Happy birthday to you. So now, AJ Zone and who I call Cole, you're here in the kiss room. Is this your first time in the kiss room? First time ever in this building. That's amazing. Now, now we've been friends for 30 years. Yeah. Now, the funny thing, uh, really, when we talk about that, that band was called the Outlaw Pandas. Mm -hmm. That was your band... 94 to 2001, something like that. So it's everybody, your new favorite song that you're going to have stuck in your head this weekend. That was it. If you want to talk a little bit about that, talk uh, about you, your band. You can download it for free on the uh, Facebook page of the Outlaw Pandas. All of our demos on there. Funny fact, uh, Matt Porter actually, video genius, made me look like a rock star in two videos back in the 90s. Hand to hand, like just all by hand. None of this fancy digital super stuff. You know, I think the second one might have been done uh, on a video toaster Maybe. with the animation because we did animation where, yeah, Don, we'll give a shout out to Don. But also, uh, you know, that was a lot of fun back in the day. That's yeah. really, a, and you talk about a good time a long time ago. Yeah, we uh, we had a lot of fun. We were, uh, we were a goofy, fun band, you know, lots of... Uh, Confetti cannons, and I wore pigtails, which my parents, you know, cried every time I left the house. But, you know, what are you going to do? Shout out to Mom and Pop Z. Uh -huh. So now we also got Frank Galante. We got Jim Zagel, Kiss Room House Band. Nice to see you guys. Look at that. You hear that bass coming across. Maybe swing one of the mics a little pointed toward uh, Jim. So we got some of that. Good, too. Perfect. So... We want to send a shout out to Steve Companion. He was on his way here, but he must not have set his clock forward or backward or something because by the time he sent the GPS, he never would have made it. It would have been the Baroque College Kids, which is a show following the Kiss Room. But the uh, So we were going to try and do kind of our own Kiss sail away or sail back into the port show, but I think what it might be is kind of like sitting around the digital campfire playing a couple songs. What do you think? You want to try it, guys? We are yeah, going to talk to Joe a, McGinnis. There was a tractor-trailer accident, so uh, you know that's what held Steve up. So I have an idea. Next time he should just come over to my house, sleep over the night before. But he's got to bring some of Angela's cooking. Save her. Stay over. Yeah. <laughs> nice. All right. So I always like to try to figure out an Ace song to do. And, uh, you know, Ace just uh, anomaly reissued. Right. Really cool uh, packaging and everything. And uh, Ron Albanese did the liner notes. Yeah. Really shout cool. out to Ron. Yeah. Very cool. So looking for songs to do. And, uh, Look, a pain in the neck. I was going to do that for my wife. Just kidding. That's Just kidding. my favorite track on the album. I love that. <laughs> but uh, this one is a lot better acoustically. It's called A Little Below the Angels. Alcohol was a friend of mine that almost got me dead. Crashing cars, got into fights, some things and now regret. I've been told. Got nine lives, or maybe even ten. Now I change my ways, my soul's restored. I'm better now and then. We're just a little below. A little lower than the angels. And that's alright. It's alright with me. Ten. Across the line, I lost my faith in love. 
Now the road is clear My aim is true And held from above We're just a little below A little lower than the angels And that's alright It's alright with me We're just a little below a little lower than the angels And I can't fly I won't fly away You know I won't fly away We gotta find our way Well I don't know if I make it to heaven just open the gates of hell text from Steve Forrest, so he must be on his way. Oh, he's here. All right. I like that. I like the uh, egg shaker. That was a nice <laughs> touch, too. How about it? Hey, all we need was a fish. And <laughs> <laughs> tuna piano, you can't tuna fish. RSB wagon. What do you think? You want to try another one? or? Well, so Steve's here, so all right. you know, maybe we can pull it off. So... We saw the uh, the Sandaway show. We saw Bruce and Bob Kulik. We were talking a lot about that. I mean, obviously, uh, some of the things that were going on with those different shows, what do you think of the diversity of the songs that they did? Very cool. Very cool, I thought. See, that's what we kind of try and do here in the Kiss Room is really kind of give you uh, you know a little sampling of different songs, things like that. One of the things I'm going to do is I'm actually going to talk to you. Let me pull these down. We're going to listen to a track from Classic 78. We're going to talk to Joe McGinnis after 4 o'clock. If you're not familiar with Classic 78, you're going to want to really know you know uh, this band. They really, they're fantastic. And what they do is you know they've captured that 70s Kiss sound. And we're going to talk to Joe after 4 o'clock. But why don't I give you a taste of that if you have haven't heard this already you're going to want to get this it's classic 78 
right, now look, Kiss Room, you want to go search for Classic 78. You want to get them on iTunes. You can get them on all the different places you find digital stuff. That's a good uh, preview of it. They capture the sound. It's amazing. I mean, obviously what they're doing is something different. We are going to talk to Joe McGinnis after 4 o'clock. He is the voice of kind of Paul Stanley in the band. And uh, we're going to talk to him coming up now. Kiss Room House Band, what do we think? We want to try another one? Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure, right. sure, sure, sure. <laughs> All right, this is, uh, this is one that's written by Ace, but sung by Peter, and now it's going to be sung by me. <laughs>
not allowed to smoke in the kiss room. You wanted the best and you got it. The hottest man in the land, Matt Porter. That's right, Kiss Army. You wanted the best. Oh, look at that. I'm fading the wrong thing. I'm so off my game. Um, you wanted the best. You got the best, but you got me instead. It's too bad. But the, uh, so hey, look, we got the Kiss Room House Man. Hey, I love that. Hey, we got AJ Zone on the guitar. Hey, Steve yeah. Forrest. Give me another. Hey, yeah. Love it. Fran Galante. Hey. Jim Zagel. Yeah. The guys yeah. sounded great. Everybody loves that. It's a lot of fun. And one thing I love about doing this in the Kiss Room is the fact that it's like if you were to put this on. We talked to David Donnelly the other month, and he says to me, if you want a party, you just put the Kiss Room on. You put the candles on. You turn the lights down. It's your own party. That's the way I look at it. You guys brought the party. It's like we're sitting around the digital campfire just listening to the Kiss Room, and I do love it. So it's, uh, it sounded great. That was fantastic. Now, I mean, when you think about Kiss pulled out some rarities on the cruise. Bob and Bruce Kulick pulled out some rarities. Do you think there's any song in the catalog at this point that you really would want them to do that we haven't seen that maybe the Kiss Room house band would work on <laughs> that really nobody has touched? Is there like is there any song that comes to your mind that you know you say to yourself, "Man, I really wish they would pull something like that out." Hmm. Gene's been pulling stuff out, you know, in his in his solo shows this summer. You know, I mean, it's it's hard to say. I mean, there, there's really been a pretty good diversity of songs. Well, I'll tell you, there's the one song I think, you know, number one, it should have been a hit, and they should do it live, and the Kiss Room Houseman was going to do it today. I say it. It's, it's my life, right? <laughs> yeah. That's what I would say. <laughs> so you're going to have to wait until Steve, uh, Steve Companion is here, and we will be doing that for you. <laughs> That's the one song that I think needs to come into the set list on a regular basis. Yeah. And, you know, the hardcore fans would know it. But I think it would be, and it would still be a great anthem. You know, it's such a great song, and they should do it real heavy. What do you think? You got something in mind? Steve Forrest, welcome. Hey, guys. Um, you know what? I'd love to hear them do. i seen them do it one time at the Trocadera when they did that little mini tour right. for Revenge. Uh, Unholy. I mean, what a rocking song that would just bring the house down at any Kiss concert, and they never touch it. You know? I mean, have you, guys ever seen, have, have you guys didn't ever seen them do that song on live? the last couple tours? I, I think because then they have then the robot background, or that was War Machine. No, that's what I'm yeah, thinking. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, yeah, I guess no. not. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like I've seen them do it. They, you know, they did it on Revenge, so I guess we all have a copy of that. But that'd be cool. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's plus it's a Gene song. Gene should, you know, put more Gene songs in the set. Be great. So, anybody else got anything come to your mind? <laughs> If they ever threw out, then they uh, then she kissed me. Now nah, they're never going to do that. Why? <laughs> so you asked which one would they ever? You know, <laughs> I right. think that would just be a, a kick in the head. <laughs> Fun stuff. The uh, I mean, obviously, that's I think really at this point, you know, one of the rumors going around is that oh, there's going to be an announcement of a multi-year world tour from 2018 and things like that. And you you start going, you know what? There really are so many. Only so many laps around the track at this point. They already announced another cruise for next year. It's going to be on over Halloween again. You know, and, and I'll be honest with you, at this point, I'd rather go see Gene Simmons' solo band. Yeah, I'd like to go see Bruce's band. I love going to see Ace by himself. You know, I think, 
I don't know. The smaller, little smaller venues, the price on the tickets isn't so bad. You know, it's like... Uh, you know, as the, uh, as the non-traditional KISS fan in the room here, sorry, Cheap Trick fan more. I can't help it. But... Um, <laughs> Rolling Numbers got rock but, and roll got my KISS records out. That's right. Um, I... Uh, I always enjoyed watching the uh, Paul Stanley solo tours. Like, wouldn't you like to know he's my favorite Kiss song of all time? And I just think it's a great rock song, great pop song. And uh, I'd rather see it in a small venue. You and I saw Revenge right. at the Truck. And yeah. We were, we were having a great time. You know, fantastic. So That Revenge Club tour really was amazing. You mm-hmm. know, and, and I have had the chance pretty much to see, I think, everybody in a small venue. I mean, Peter Chris was doing a tour, and I saw it in 1992 in Lodi, New Jersey. It was Peter Chris. You know, I've seen Ace in a bunch of small places, and now Gene's doing like that one that we saw last, you know, at the end of the summer up in Lancaster. That place was like seeing Gene at a high school, you know, auditorium was crazy. Like, who would have thought you'd see that? You know, and yeah, Paul Stanley did small venues, city gardens. Bob Brodsky's listening and laughing because he remembers, you know, we reached out. I touched Paul Stanley on the shoulder. Oh, my gosh, it was unbelievable. They were hustling him through the crowd. But yeah, I don't know. You know, are they going to go back and do big venues? Will they do those sheds again in the summer? I hate that Camden place. I think that's the worst place for a show you could go. You know, it's terrible, you know? That was terrible. The Aerosmith Kiss show, I didn't really enjoy. And and I certainly didn't like seeing Kiss as kind of the opener for Aerosmith. I got to admit, that was kind of pissing me off that day. But uh, yeah. Well, seeing them with the. You got to get on the mic. You're an SRT student, Bob. Sorry, I'm on the mic. You know, I I bag boy over here stealing my mic. <laughs> no, but I'm saying to see Kiss during the daylight at Camden was like, this sucks. It was weird, you know, and then plus the fact I, I definitely remember standing there kind of with my arms crossed during Aerosmith thinking, how does anybody think they can go on after Kiss and, and have my interest? And I remember being really bored, especially when they started slowing it down, do, doing all the honking on Bobo, real low-key <laughs> blues stuff. You go, That might have been great at the Telford Inn with a beer, at you know, very late at night. But man, I don't know, at, the, at a big venue like that, I remember thinking, you know, <laughs> there you go. Good one. Guy yeah, want to break into an Aerosmith song? No. Yeah, Matt, I'll tell you, I would travel very far to see this um, if they could. Everybody could put their hard feelings aside and do something like called Kissing the Family Tour or something and really just bring everybody, everybody back, you know? <laughs> Even Vinnie Vincent, like, drag him out of his recluseness, you well, know? Well, you figure and, we're uh, going to get him Jan- you know, in January. He's coming out to do, you know, he's going to come out and do the, uh, the Atlanta Expo. I think if they did a tour where it really was that, where every night they kind of mixed it up. Maybe Ace was with them one night. Maybe you got Bruce one night. Imagine if they brought Vinny out. You know, I mean, I guess the logistics of touring with that many people, maybe it gets too expensive. Maybe they can't do it. I don't know, but I think that would be great. And especially, you know, and look, we know, nobody wants to see it end, but at some point it's going to end, you know, and it's like I really hope they... You know, wouldn't it be nice if they really could kind of put a lot of this stuff behind them? Like, there's a lot of hurt between all those members over the years that it wouldn't be nice if they could just kind of go out, just for us, I think, more than anything. Be really classy. Yeah, classy. You know, wouldn't that be nice, a classy ending to everything? The, uh, you know, it would be good. The uh... So we're hoping for Joe McGinnis from um, Classic 78 to call in. Why don't we go to another one of his songs? We're going to cue this up, and then you'll have a good idea. This is actually called World on Fire, and if you listen, you're actually going to hear the needle drop.
All right, now look, I'm going to cut that because I think on the phone we do have Joe McGinnis. Joe, are you there? I'm here. How's it going, Matt? Fantastic. Now, we, we, we played a couple tracks. We actually played Ain't No Fool, and then we just played a little bit of World on Fire, which I abruptly cut off, so everybody's got to go to Classic78.com and buy it. They're going to want it because now it's stuck in their head, and they're going to be thinking to themselves, I really want to hear the rest of that. Joe, tell us all about it. Well, you know, it's kind of uh, an organic process. Uh, we kind of got together. Uh, obviously, one thing we had in common was the love of Kiss music, and uh, a couple of guys and myself, uh, Rory and Tommy from uh, Massachusetts area, or uh, it's, yeah, Massachusetts, uh, Boston area. And uh, I live in New York, and uh, we met through, uh, I believe it was through through some Kiss demos I had put out online uh, years back, and they stumbled upon them. And they gave me a shout and said, hey, we're putting together this project. Would you love to uh, be a part of it and sing the Paul Stanley-style vocals? And I said, absolutely. So uh, when I first heard Side One in its entirety, when it was mixed and everything, uh, I was just blown away uh, how well Tommy and Rory uh, throw a lot of their uh, passion for Kiss music right into the the you know the sounds and the the playing and the parts and the songwriting is just so much uh, like seventy style Kiss. You know, I think that's what catches everybody off guard. And I will say we're talking with Joe McGinnis from Classic 78. And I think what really catches people, and I'm going to say it just after listening part of that track, your vocal sounds like Paul, which is very hard to do. And I think there's tons of tribute bands and there's tons of you know other bands that have all tried to get a lead singer with that voice. And you've got it. And it's, it's amazing. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but through my life, uh, I've been a KISS fan since maybe two or three years old. Uh, my older brothers were into it. Uh, I won't disclose my my uh, actual age here. but <laughs> <laughs> I like but, uh, that you guys are keeping the identities kind of secret. Like we said your name, but uh, you know, I know I, when I talked to uh, Tom the other time, he said, we like to kind of be anonymous. He says, I like the idea that maybe people want to think you know, that it could be a bunch of guys in makeup. I like that. And even when I met you, I posted a picture when we were at the New, Jer- uh, the New, New York Kiss Expo, and you did the, you know, with the pose with your hand over your face, which I really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, it was great to meet you there, by the way. It was, you know, uh, I, I do listen to uh, the Kiss Room and Podkiss and uh, all sorts of Kiss-related uh, things, but you guys are, uh, you know, one of my favorites for sure. So Thank you. So it was great to meet you in person and catch up, and uh, it was cool to do that. Uh, so not to get too far off, but when I was two or three years old, uh, I, you know, I'm going around singing cold gin time again, you know, <laughs> singing cold gin. And there's other kids at school that were singing, uh, Sesame street tunes, you know? <laughs> and I think that's when I realized, huh, I don't know. I don't think this is normal to be, uh, sticking your tongue out and, uh, singing these songs that I didn't know, you know, I didn't know what cold gin was you know <laughs> years old. i think there's so, a lot of us that the whole appeal of trying gin was because of cold gin and you realize it's kind of lousy i don't know i don't know about you but you know <laughs> yeah so uh I, I went around singing uh like gene simmons I started you know trying to sing like gene of course everyone uh you know gravitates towards gene when they're little it seems like he's kind of uh you know just so interesting looking but uh but after a while 
uh, my adult years, I started to really get into Paul Stanley uh, and his vocal style, his writing style, and everything uh, about Paul I just fell in love with all over again, uh, whether it was through the 70s, 80s, 90s, or beyond, you know what I mean? Uh, so I just kind of found out that I didn't have to try very hard to uh, try to emulate what was being done on the early records especially, and uh, I just kind of fell into it, and I was messing around with Kiss demos, and that's how I met the other guys. So, so when you talk about Kiss demos, you, are there songs that you wrote that are in the same kind of Kiss style, but like I, Classic 78, where you're trying to write your own song based on Kiss, and so does that mean there's things out there that we maybe haven't heard, or that have morphed into these Classic 78 songs? Well... Let's see. Uh, it started out by doing Kiss covers, actually. And then I did do some uh, songs that I, uh, you know, wrote in the style of Kiss. And I never released them. I have a, another career that I do in music, uh, which I won't talk about on here because I'm trying <laughs> to keep my identity somewhat different. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so that's how it started. And I uh, did those covers, and then I did some demos. And actually, I, uh, my older brothers and I still play in a band, and we... We can't uh, ever stick to our regular set list for too long without pulling out some Kiss tunes. So we kind of collaborated uh, over the years with that uh, Kiss-style music, you know, and it was, you know, that kind of morphed into what I did with Classic 78. And it was an easy transition going from working with my brothers to them because uh, Tommy and Rory just... Uh, are really, really passionate about the music, as you can probably tell. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? That's one of the things that I think everybody that listens to it, what they're blown away by, is you capture the sound and the tone, like there's a certain guitar sound. How hard is it to go into the studio and get something that sounds so close to 70s-era Kiss? Well, that's, that's a great question. Uh, so Tommy, um, he's really really kind of at the helm of that. However, like when I was doing my KISS demos, I, I experienced uh, the same kind of thing. Uh, so it's actually, uh, they had less technology back then, so they kind of went with what they had, and it was really raw sounding. And that's really all we're doing is trying to not uh, over-process any of the tones, you know, really keep them natural kind of what you would hear in a, a 60s, 70s, you know, uh, style recording studio. And uh, just kind of trying to use same of the same components, uh, like Marshall amplifiers, Gibson Les Pauls, Pearl drums, uh, you know, stuff like that, as long as you keep it fairly raw, because Kiss was never about flash when it came to their sound. It was really raw. And uh, I think that's what makes it so natural for us to, to capture is there's a formula that they go by, and we just kind of, tapped into it and uh, i got to give the credit to tommy and rory for that because they do they play a huge part in that and they succeeded i mean obviously the stuff sounds great and, and we've been playing a couple tracks you know so far that are going to get people to go to classic 78.com there's links to itunes there's links to cd baby there's links to amazon all that kind of stuff everywhere you can get music you can get classic 78 do you think now obviously we have what are called side one and side two now what i want i want this press to vinyl do you think we're going to get that well, that's something that's been talked about since uh, the response came back for Side One as very positive. Uh, we started kicking around the idea of, of uh, you know printing it on vinyl, 
I can tell you that we are going to be at the Atlanta Kiss Expo with merchandise. I'm not sure what the array of merchandise will be, what, what we have in store. Um, I just work here. I just show up. <laughs> <laughs> so, those, uh, you know, Tommy and uh, the clan that uh, he works with. Uh, by the way, I just found out yesterday that uh, his one of his close friends who mixed the album, uh, a guy named John Ship, I believe. Yes. Uh, he's the sound guy for Aerosmith. The wow. Lifetime. So I, I didn't know that till recently. I listened to that. Boy, this is really a solid mix. Um, so that contributed to the sound. But yes, as far as the, the stuff coming out on vinyl, whatever the fans want, we're going to do. Because I tell you, we've had some um, people like uh, the drummer for Anthrax and a few other celebrity uh, musicians, you know, give really positive feedback. Eddie Trunk also being one of them. And, uh, you know, so as, as long as everyone keeps giving positive feedback, we're going to try harder and harder to make it uh, fun for us and fun for you guys. So, uh, you know, and, and the great thing about it is I, I don't like to hear some of the other songs till they're finished. So it's like new Kiss music for me as well. You know, like Kiss style music. I mean, uh, I, I didn't really uh, write any of the, the parts on Ain't No Fool or anything like that. But when I heard it, I had nothing to do with that recording, believe it or not. And when I heard it, I was blown away. That's why it's one of my favorites. I just think it captures a total uh, Gene Simmons vibe, you know. And uh, so it's it's new to me as well in some ways. And I listen to it from an outsider outsider's point of view. So see, that's what I thought. I bought it right away, and I was the most excited I've been to get some new music in a long time. And obviously, this this is called Side Two because there's Worlds on Fire, Ain't No Fool, an amazing Ace song called Jendel, which really sounds like Ace probably listens to that and forgets he wrote that. It's amazing. <laughs> American made hot on her heels and victims parentheses Nosferatu, which are just really, and you couple that up with what was called side one that you released last year. Now, of course, anybody's in the kiss room. Now you mentioned the guy from, you know, Charlie from anthrax likes it and Eddie trunks likes it, but everybody heard the classic 78 stuff in the kiss room first when it was just called classic and they were sending them into the kiss room demos project. And so, you know, we're always ahead of the curve, which is great. So, uh, you know, Eddie trunk might have more listeners. We have all the coolest Fans in the Kiss Army right here. Well, so. yeah, all the diehards, for sure. <laughs> I mean, you know, anyone who wants to find out anything that's going on in the Kiss world or past, present, or future, you know, tunes in here. So, you know, that's why when uh, you guys re uh, reached out to me and asked me to do it, I jumped on it because I'm like, hell yeah, that would be perfect. Uh, you know, I'm like I said, uh, I can't take credit for all of it. Uh, I'm just one of the four wheels. And, and and we have a blast doing it. So, uh, but yeah, the merchandise uh, will be at the uh, Atlanta Kiss Expo, and there will be merchandise. I, I definitely know we're going to have CDs, possibly T-shirts and uh, pins, and uh, who knows what else. Uh, but whatever we do, we're going to do it in the Kiss spirit, just like the music. So you could expect to have probably stickers and stuff inside the albums, whether it's a CD or a, a vinyl. But, uh, you know, more and more of that Atlanta Expo is shaping up to just something so amazing. I mean, obviously, everybody's going to go see Vinnie Vincent. They want to see Robert Fleischman. But I know we talked to Danny Dahl last month from Wicked. They're going to be there. And Joe from Podcast Rock City is going to be broadcasting from down there. And you guys are going to be there. And there's just going to be a ton of people. It's going to be great. Yeah, no doubt. You know, we're we're really excited uh, to, to, you know, be together. And uh, especially for a once-in-a-lifetime event, you know, uh, Vinnie Vincent hasn't done an expo since uh, the early 90s, I believe, right? 
I saw Vinny at an expo. I think it was 1994. I mean, I know he's done a couple, but not many. And I mean, this has been certainly for a long time. Everybody's wondered where's Vinny, and now we're all going to kind of find out together. So, <laughs> well, you know, it was funny. Uh, the New York Expo was my very first expo. Really? Uh, yeah, it was, and it was a, a, a different uh, expo from what I hear because I, I didn't know the difference at the time. Well, you know, Until oddly I, enough, that was the New York Expo, and even though for years they called them the New York, New Jersey Expos, that was, I believe, the first ever actual KISS Expo in New York. It's always been in New Jersey. It was either in Hackensack or, you know, the Rothman Center, all those things going way back, the Hilton or whatever. Man, we're going back a lot of years, but the uh, I believe that was the first ever actual New York in New York KISS Expo. Yeah, and uh, it was great to meet Bruce and Peter and... Uh, I've I met Paul, Tommy, and Eric. Uh, I'm still working on meeting Ace and Gene. Uh, in February, I'm going to see Gene in uh, Massachusetts with the Gene Simmons Band, and uh, hoping to possibly say hello there. You should go to um, Rhode Island this weekend. He's going to be at the Comic Con. Oh, okay. I didn't know the Comic Con. You know, that's yeah. my friends Bob and Felix are on their way now. I'm sure a lot of people are coming back, uh, even from the Kiss Cruise, thinking, "Man, we got to go keep up with Gene." Yeah, fun stuff. I heard, it, I heard his shows are a blast, and from what I've seen online, they sound great. So I'm pretty sure it's a you know a safe bet that I'll, that we'll have a good time. Uh, you know, so I'm pretty excited. And it, it, you know, it's really uh, coincidental. We've had a lot of uh, you know uh, regroupings, uh, reunions. You know, the Frailies Comet guys got together, uh, and then you had Gene and Ace get together at a show uh, a couple months ago. And then Bob and Bruce played on the Kiss Cruise, I believe. So you know, it's it's crazy what you you know what goes on after enough time, and uh, you know it's pretty interesting. So I, I can't wait to. It's the exciting thing about being a Kiss fan. You never know what you're in for, you know. And we've enjoyed it every step of the way. Well, Joe, I really do appreciate you taking the time to call in and talk to us. Classic 78 sounds fantastic, and I know everybody's going to want to get a copy of that. I played a couple of the songs. We'll even go out with part of another one just to get everybody's appetite. What, any last-minute uh, shout-outs you want to give to the KISS Army listening all around the world? Yeah, absolutely. I want to thank everyone uh, who supports the Classic 78 uh, project and anyone who's ever said anything kind or shared any uh, online uh, media posts or, uh, you know, drops a line. I got a couple uh, messages the other day, uh, some nice compliments that uh, a gentleman gave me, and, and it's just just amazing. And thank you so much for uh, making that possible for us because we have a blast doing it, and we'll keep doing it as long as you guys want us to. So. And also, don't forget to visit Classic78.com. That's the best way to keep up or our Facebook page. Uh, so, yeah, that's pretty much it. Fantastic. Well, thanks for calling in, Joe. I'm actually going to transition nice. out with... Um hot on her heels and this is another classic 78 song i won't play all of it just because you know obviously everybody's gonna go want to buy it but uh we're gonna listen yeah. to this thanks joe we'll talk to you later all right buddy Take all right, care, Matt. Bye. so we're gonna drop the needle on this
All right, now look, that is Classic 78. We do appreciate Joe McGinnis calling in. I'm not going to play that whole thing because I want you to go to iTunes or wherever you like to get music, download it, and listen to the whole thing. It's fantastic. Now look, everybody in the room, we were, we were thrilled by it. Bobby, what do you think? Uh, close your eyes. You know Gene's going to stick that in a vault. <laughs> you know, if, if Paul put it in the Paul Stanley vault and said, this is one from 1978 Soul Album Left, everybody believe it. If you got that on a cassette tape back in uh, in the day at the New York Expo and you said to yourself, man, this sounds like a Kiss demo, you'd uh, believe it. You know, what do you think? Well, I even think that, like, just listen to the production on the guitars and everything, you're sitting there listening and go, guys, companies don't make guitars like that, or amps like that anymore. So the, that that dedication, that old sound, how it's dry, how it's not over gained, how you know, for all you nerds that they're like me who love everything about guitars, yeah. you know, <laughs> you need to call me to do yeah. podcast rock city. They're podcast. much more gear yeah. oriented well, than I am. Jody and Joe are much more into that. I have to have a life too. I can't do both <laughs> shows. I'm sorry. I only have so many hours in a year. <laughs> but um, but exactly, it sounds like what Bobby said. It sounds like you know a great classic old Kiss album, and there's space in there, which was I always thought was interesting in the first couple albums. I was just saying immediately to, you know, I thought, like, as soon as I heard it, I was thinking, you know, Dress to Kill, the sound, um, and, and being a drummer, you know, what jumps out at me is the really flat mix of the drums, which they did, in the, you know, on Dress to Kill, um, you know, and also with the first Kiss album, the, the mix is very flat, you know, and I like that. It was really cool. Absolutely. You know, jumped right out of me. Uh, when you were doing an interview, you had the uh, website on the screen, and uh, I'm looking, and I'm like... Know, the attention to detail and the artwork uh you know the side one it definitely has that um originals a- album cover feel and also i like it, how it looks like the indentation from the vinyl right on there right and also the side two it's like um what was that the photo shoot the mylar the background right you know and it, like a rock and roll over type uh circle you know those buttons that they made do have that cool they sent me and a couple of them they were nice to send me them and they have that silver sparkly look and it is neat when you you know, go it does remind you of when you had those kiss things that had sparkle and they you know they looked different it was cool also when you're just looking at the titles of the songs it's like you can guess is it is that's an a song that's a gene song that's a paul song so I mean, when, cool. the, when the one song is called Jendel, let me tell you, all you Ace fans, if you don't download this and love it, I would be shocked. So get it shocked me, but the, you know, it's great. What do you think, Jim? Just uh, I was thinking the same thing, kind of like Bobby. It sounds like something that uh, would have been on the first Kiss box set, uh, oh, like yeah. the guitar case with all those CDs and all that. Right. You know, just remind me of that. Fantastic. What do you think, Kiss Room House Band? You want to do another special guest, AJ Zonin? You want to throw in another song for all of Kiss Army around the world? We'll do something old. Old. (laughs) All right. A romancer I'm a Capricorn and she's a cancer She saw my picture in the music magazine When she met me, said she get me Touch lips and told me that she let me I took her hand, baby, this is what I said I said don't you hesitate, cause I just can't wait 
Gene Simmons will come to your house and deliver your copy of the Gene Simmons Vault. Hello, I'm Gene Simmons from the rock group KISS. It's a nice place you have here. Gene will deliver your copy of the vault and then hang out for two full hours. Uh, say, do you have anything in the fridge? Maybe some ice cream or chocolate cake? Gene will do whatever you want. No, no, no. Now listen, I have the remote and we're watching this movie. Is, this, is there any popcorn? It's like he's part of the family. I'm sorry this movie's so long. Oh wait, I remember the butler did it. Aww. What? Oh, I'm sorry. It's just you and the demon. Gene, is everything alright in there? Yes, uh, everything is fine. But you may need a plunger and a mop. You will rock and roll all night and party every day. You know, I don't understand what's keeping them. They, they should be back here any minute now. I swear they said they'd come back to pick me up in two hours. I'll try to call them again. Oh, I'm low on minutes. Can I use your phone? Do you have a guest bedroom that I can sleep in by any chance? It's just you and the demon. You don't get any of the good channels, do you? Order your Gene Simmons Vault home experience today! That's right, the Gene Simmons Vault experience. I'll be coming to your house. Just think if it cost $50,000 to get me to your house, how much you'd pay to get rid of me.
That's right, Kiss Army. We're almost running out of time. Obviously, tomorrow is Saturday, but Sunday, November 12th, is the Rockin' Cans. You can all come in and uh, you can hear Rockin' Cans happening all day. On Monco Radio, you're tuned into MonkoRadio.com right now. You can listen all day. There's shows every hour, something different. If you're in the Bluebell area, you can stop by with your cans of food. Drop them off here at the Advanced Technology Center. You'll get a raffle ticket. I know one of the prizes is a guitar. You could learn how to play as well as these guys, and you can maybe, hey, if you win that guitar, you learn a Kiss song, come in and play in the Kiss room. We'll be happy to have you. So that's this Sunday. It's obviously going to be something different. The students are very invested in making a big event and, and trying to have a lot of donations of canned food. It's that time of the year. you got to think about somebody else. It's a nice way to go. Um, like I said, put it on your calendar. December 2nd is a Saturday. We're going to do a live Kiss room. Not sure if I can drag everybody up there with me if they'd like to go. It'll be great fun. Six to eight, we're going to do the uh, the Kiss Room live from the lobby of the Sherman Theater as you come walking in the door to see a live 75 where you can talk to us. And uh, who knows, I'll give you a Kiss Room button that day if you want. Uh, that's coming up. December 10th is the Kiss Room. is our December edition. Who knows? Maybe it'll be the last ever Kiss Room. You never know. It could be. Uh, who knows? You never know what's going to happen in the future. Life is crazy like that. So uh, what, what do you think, guys? What's the last word? We're going to kind of wrap it up. If you stay tuned, it's 5 o'clock for the Baroque College Kids. He's coming in next. Any thoughts? Yeah, I got one. For this cans, uh, rocking cans, make sure you donate. You got to help people. You got to do a good job. My favorite hashtag I ever made is you ain't a pal if you ain't helping your pals. So help Amen. everybody you can. Amen. Well said. What do you think? Anybody got anything to listen? Well, let's see. Uh, I know it's not Kiss, but next Saturday is the uh, debut of the, my Green Day tribute band. Uh, nice. At the uh, Eddington House, Ben Salem, uh, November 18th. And uh, looking forward to it. Everybody can search out Revolution Radio and go to that. Jim? Any Stone Merchant shows coming up? Uh, the, yeah, December 2nd at uh, Frank's American Pub down there in, uh, I think, Downingtown. So December 2nd, you can either go see Jim's band or you can go see a Live 75. There's going to be something for you to do to get out of the house. Yeah, if you can't make it up uh, all the way up the, uh, the Poconos or Stroudsburg, come down to Downingtown. <laughs> Perfect. You know, hang out with us. Steve, any last words? Um, let's see. I It's not Kiss, but I have... Let me just check the date here real quick. Steve will be doing male modeling. <laughs> yes. I will be walking the catwalk on a... No. Um, there so is a... Uh, I'm saying you're so skinny we can see your ribs. You can see my ribs, yeah. That's that part of being a model, work man, you know what I mean? Um, I got this cool gig I'm doing with um, the uh, Mass Charter School Drama Club. And um, there's a Broadway star, his name is Alton Fitzgerald White, and he's retiring, and he wrote a book, and he'll be doing a book signing at Barnes & Noble, I believe it's um, the one in Langhorn, uh, by the Axis Valley Mall. On the 19th, I'll be backing him up on congas, and I'm really looking forward to it. And, um, you know, it's... Uh, you have to look up Alton Fitzgerald White, and then you can find out the times and everything because I haven't gotten all the information on it just yet. But I'm really looking forward to it. And the guy is like a Broadway legend. I'm super psyched to be working with him and meet him, get pictures with him, sign to get book signing, the whole nine yards. But, uh, Fantastic. Um, yeah, looking forward to it. Thanks, guys. 
That was awesome. So thanks, guys, for being here. Obviously, like, I'm a yeah. little off my game today, but I really do appreciate you all being here. It was great. The uh, Like I said, this Sunday is Rockin' Cans. You can all come in for Rockin' Cans. Come down here to Monco, down to the Advanced Technology Center. You can get, uh, you know, if you've never seen the Advanced Technology Center, come down. I'll show you the new studio that we're building. It's going to be great fun if you have an interest in that. If you're a student, you want to come down and talk about classes you might take down here at Monco, that would be great, too. If you stay tuned at 5 o'clock for the Baroque College kids, they are coming right up. Obviously, uh, there's 24-7 programming on Monco Radio. If you go to your Google Play Store, you can get a brand new Monco Radio app dedicated to just Monco Radio. It has an alarm. You can look at the schedule. So you could actually set it for every second Friday of the month, 3 o'clock. It will tune you in to remind you that you're going to listen to the Kiss Room. Who knows? December 10th, December 2nd. Who knows what's got what the rest of this year is going to bring. So I want to thank everybody that tuned in. It was great fun. We're going to wrap it up early. I want you to stay tuned for the Baroque College Kids, and I'm going to give the last word to Ken Mills, as I always do. Ken, you're the greatest. You're in the Kiss Room on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet. Check out these ads from the following shows. We are proud to call them the friends of the Podkiss Network. We are one. We're a scene, man. That's right, Kiss Army. We're having a rock and roll party, and you are invited. Tune into the Strange Ways Kiss Podcast and hang out with your Kiss Army brothers, Jody Habnock, Clinton Harris, and D Rock. Join us where we celebrate and discuss the gods of thunder. That's Strange Ways Kiss Podcast. You can find us on Facebook or Podomatic.com. We'll see you there. Podcast Rock City. What's up, everybody? This is Joe from Podcast Rock City, where every week, me and my crew will bring you the KISS news of the week. Look at us as kind of a KISS version of Meet the Press, your source for KISS news every week. We're on iTunes, Podomatic, Twitter, and Facebook. All right, KISS Army. Since 2007... You've been getting Podkissed, the KISS audio fanzine for your ears. That's right, it's your Podkissed. Every month, the Podkissed crew, along with the KISS room, brings you KISS talk like no one else, whether it be roundtables, interviews with the band past and present, analysis, and great KISS fun. Hi, this is Ace Frehley, and you're listening to Podkissed. Hi, this is Bruce Kulick, and you're listening to Podkissed. The Podkissed. The KISS Audio Fanzine for your ears. Kistory Science Theater. The most civilized? Yeah. Oh, f***. <laughs> oh, f***. <laughs> Come on. Respectful. Just imagine Gene with like, like a, with like a washtub bass. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> And serious. No, wait. Excuse me, Bob. You're going to come over and do my album. <laughs> Kiss Podcast on the web. History Science Theater. We bust balls because we can. Hey, everybody. I'm Aaron. And I'm Chris. And we're from the Decibel Geek Podcast. And if you love this... You'll love us. 
That's right. Brand new episode every single Monday. You can find us on iTunes and at decibelgeek.com. And the best thing is, it's rock and roll, and it's always free. Hey, I'm Dr. F***. And I'm the Ayatollah of Alcohola. And we are from the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. If you want to check out some crazy, uncensored, unbiased, totally nuts reviews of classic hard rock and heavy metal albums, check us out. You can get us on Podbean and iTunes. New episodes every Sunday. How do I get a backstage pass? Yeah, you're listening to Harold. Grab your hairspray and your sister's makeup and try to fit in those spandex again. Join me, Bobby Dreyer, along with Matt Porter, every second Friday of each month from 1 to 3, right before the Kiss Room, on Marco Radio, where music and minds meet. <laughs> One hell of an audience tonight. Why don't you give yourselves a round of applause? i tell you something. You know, a lot of bands like to brag about their fans. Now, naturally, you better believe we brag about you, but we want you to know something. We want you to know, we know that you are our fans, but don't you ever forget, we are your fans! We love you! Thank you for listening to The Kiss Room. Stay tuned to Montco Radio. last minute crazy things you want to say to conform with expectations no but i will say something to anybody out there that's you know the weird guy or the weird girl that always has the weird things that they do that their friends put them down for don't think it's so weird maybe someday somebody will let you give you the chance to make a living out of it you just stick to it you'll be weird 